Hello, and welcome to Co-op Cast, a podcast about cooperative board games, with your hosts, Peter Gusis and Michael Kelly. Hi, and welcome to Co-op Cast. I'm Peter, and I'm here with Mike. Hey, guys. And, and girls, and small children and dogs. Not cats, though. Okay. And we're being joined tonight by a special guest, a local member of our game group, and somebody I actually started gaming with, well, way longer ago than I want to admit. This is Jerry. Hi. And today, this is a special episode. We're going to talk about the Dice Tower Awards, and not all of the Dice Tower Awards, but we're going to focus specifically on their co-op awards, since this is co-op cast. So I'm just going to quickly run through the five nominees and we're going to go through and rank them so the five nominees were arkham horror the card game harry potter mansions of madness second edition mechs vs minions and pandemic reign of cthulhu now i haven't played pandemic reign of cthulhu how about you guys i have not played it i have not played it either so we are going to leave pandemic reign of cthulhu off of our top list obviously so we're just going to do our top four jerry being the newcomer why don't you start off what is your number four well, of those four, my number four is Harry Potter. I was interested to play it because I like the theme. I like the Harry Potter books and movies, but it just didn't work for me. It comes in a series of years, and some of the beginning years I found a little bit too easy, and then the difficulty would spike on you, and I, it, it just wasn't flowing well for me. Okay. Mike, that leads right into you. Your oh, number yeah, four? Yeah, I am right there with Jerry. Harry Potter, I will go on record by saying this is one of the worst deck-building games ever made. Now, we said it's good for new players in our uh, Episode Zero podcast. I still believe that. It definitely leads them into the deck-building genre. But the cards are horribly balanced. The game goes from very too quick in the early years to being like a two- to three-hour slog in year six and seven because they just keep on adding more villain cards. There's no synergy. There's no way to trim your deck. It's a terrible deck builder. And I don't even know why it's on this list except for it being a Harry Potter uh, theme. I think it's a really bad game, actually. And I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. I'm going to go with Mechs vs. Minions, which I know is not going to be a very popular choice. I do like Mechs vs. Minions, so don't get me wrong. I actually like all the games on this list. For me, though, Mechs vs. Minions, I, maybe it's the programming aspect that I just didn't like. It seems repetitive to me. I've played through several missions, and it does ramp up. But I don't know. For me, it's just none of the missions were that fun. I don't find it exciting to program, I guess. All right, let's move on to Jerry. Jerry, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Arkham Horror, the card game. So I, I generally don't like uh, games where you're sort of building your deck in between games. I just don't enjoy that aspect of the game. And something about Arkham Horror, I mean, I do admire what's been done with the design, but some of the aspects of it, like moving between the location, and I find that confusing and, and sort of almost like a, a board game that was trimmed down to a card game and not very well. All right, and Mike? I, I went back and forth on these. Uh, I think my number three is going to be Mansions of Madness. I love the theme. I, I talked about it a lot in our review already, so I won't go into that again. But I, I just have to say, the amount of content you get in the game and the pretty much lack of any replayability for a given scenario, except maybe replaying it a second time just to see the different map, which doesn't really change things that much... I just don't think it was enough bang for your bucks. Even though I enjoy it, I think it's got great theme. I think it's still fun to play. This is not a bad one for me. It's just not as good as the other two. All right, and then I'm going to go into my number three, which is Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle. I don't think it's as bad as these guys do. 
I do like the deck building aspect of it. I like that it's something that I can introduce new players to. I have fun playing it. I do enjoy the source material as well. And I think that leads to part of my enjoyment with the game. I don't think it's a great game by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think it is fun to put down on the table. I agree with all of your faults with the game. I do think it does start way too easy and becomes way too hard later on. And not only hard, but longer, but it still doesn't keep it from being my uh, number three on this list. So Jerry, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Mechs versus Minions. I mean, getting beyond the fact that when you open the box, it's just you're just overwhelmed with the production quality. There was a game that's probably 20 years old now called uh, Robo Rally, which was designed by Richard Garfield, the primary person responsible for Magic the Gathering. And Robo Rally was a game where I really loved the concept of programming, but it was just way, way, way too long. And Mechs versus Minions fixed all that for me. It turned it into a co-op, so it's something I could play with my son. And it's much, much faster while still retaining that programming aspect. So I really enjoy that game. All right. And Mike, what's your number two? Man, Jerry, you stole my thunder completely. <laughs> I was going to say, I used to love Robo Rally, but it had so many flaws, and Meximinion fixes all of them. So I'll just agree with Jerry and add on that uh, the packaging of that game and the components and all that stuff is just beautiful. I've barely uh, dived into it. Um, I think I've only played the first two or three scenarios. But those are already really fun, and I, I haven't even seen the big like enemy guy yet, so there's a lot of cool stuff I want to get into. So I, I really enjoy that game, and I, I like programming games in general. All right, so my number two is going to be Arkham Heart of the Card Game. Mechanically, to me, this is the strongest game on the list. I love the hand management aspect. I love how you have to decide, am I going to use this card for its skill icons, or am I going to use it for the power on the card? I love the resource management in it. For me, though, it just falls a little bit short on story. So, Jerry, what is your number one? So, my number one game is Mansions of Madness, second edition. Most of my favorite games are are story-based games, and Mansions of Madness just does the theme so well. And having the app run the game for you, you can really focus on story aspects and sort of almost like a computer adventure game. Uh, being able to sit down and focus on just the story and taking relatively simple actions and having the app uh, handle all the the back-end stuff is really makes it a pleasure to play for me. So my number one is Mansions. All right, Mike? So my number one is Arkham Horror, uh, the LCG. I've played the heck out of this game. Um, I was looking at my numbers on BGG, and I have played uh, County Each Scenario as one play. I've played, I think, 47 times since I bought it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, um... <laughs> So I will say, I don't disagree with you guys that Mansions of Madness has the greater theme, but that doesn't matter to me as much as the mechanics, the diversity of characters, and how that really changes the game. Because, you know, I I basically, I'll play through the exact same campaign with different characters, and it feels like a very different experience. I'm facing the challenges in a different way. Things come out in a different order. I mean, I've played just the three base scenarios in the the core game. I've played through that, that little campaign probably seven or eight times and enjoyed it every single time sometimes with the exact same characters so yeah that that game just has crazy replayability for me i really enjoy the theme as much as there is but i also think the mechanics are excellent yeah and i can't disagree with you on any of those things you said it much better than i did i really do think the mechanics are superior in arkham horror to any of these games on the list but for me what mansions of madness second edition does with the app And I think it's as much the game as the promise of the future, what apps can bring to co-op games in the future. For me, it just propels it above and beyond anything else that's out there. I just love being able to 
sit down and not have to worry about the rules. The rules slip away. I know we just talked about sword and sorcery last week, how the rules get in the way of the game and break the immersion for me. Sometimes in Arkham Horror, when I can't figure out what's going on, it does a little bit of that for me as well. Whereas Mansions of Madness, the rules are so clean, so streamlined. I think I described it best in our episode on Mansions of Madness. For me, it's like playing a movie. I really feel like I'm in there and at no point am I ever broken away. And the app with the music and the ambiance just bring me all the way in. Well, that's going to do it for this special edition of Co-op Cast. Thanks again and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on Co-op Cast. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss another great cooperative board game. Until then, please review us on iTunes and feel free to follow us on Twitter at MVP Board Games or email us at mvpboardgames at gmail.com. What was that? Ah! <laughs> All right. I'm just going to make a bunch of noise until you just restart it again. Thank you. I appreciate it. It really is amazing when you first open it. But again, on this list, it's made my number four, and I'm going to cut all that so it doesn't matter anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you don't need this reaction. (laughs) Nope. Don't need it. That would have been edited anyway, so thank you for redoing it. I appreciate it. I don't plan to because Pandemic is not my series. And that was Mike. (laughs) <laughs> and that was a bust that I just threw him under. Uh, <laughs> hey man, anybody can come come at me, man, about pandemic. I think that's not a great game nah, series. Pandemic's not my favorite either. Yeah, that was Jerry. So Matt Leacock, you know who to go after. <laughs> I did love Pandemic Legacy. I, I like Forbidden Island. I think he designed that too. So Matt, you're fine in my book.